When we come and when we go Peace and blessings, blessings and peace Thank you so much for joining me on a peaceful moment Once again, I am your host, Mr. Jordan Xavier Brown And I thank you for joining me The entire month of October I'm talking about nothing but peace We're getting peaceful We're learning how to maintain and control our peace At all times of the day before we get to this podcast, this good old episode I have in store for y'all. Y'all, please talk to me. Please, please talk to me. You don't got to like write an essay. Just try. Just try to talk to your boy. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. Send a, say hi every once in a while. If you want to talk to me, feel free to reach out to me. On Instagram at peaceful underscore podcast. Same thing on Twitter, peaceful underscore podcast. And a new feature that I have for you guys in the description of this podcast, right below, um, right underneath where you're looking, go right down. There's gonna be a little link there. That link is to send me voice messages. If you send me a voice message, I will absolutely listen to it. I'm the only person that works on this podcast. Whatever you say to me will only be heard by me. I don't have an assistant. I don't have any interns. It's just me, me, and me. So if you do want to talk to me, you have the right to do so. You have the option to do so. Today, it's all about peace, and I'm going to be teaching you guys about peace. Now, peace is something, it is an intangible experience. There's nothing you can see. There's nothing you can taste, smell that can determine if you are at peace. The only thing that can determine if you're at peace is yourself. So what I want you guys to know is that peace looks different from everybody. I remember one day I was at a client's home and she was a little older woman. Uh, she was about in her 60s or 70s. And she was talking to me about um, her defibrillator. She had a defibrillator in her heart. And a defibrillator is basically a little device that sits on top of your heart. And if your heart stops beating in the event of a heart attack or um, um, cardiac arrest, it'll basically bring you back to life. It's not a pacemaker. It's not going to shock you every time your heart skips a beat. It's just in emergency situations only. So um, she was telling me that she really can't leave the house anymore. So I was setting up an Alexa for her so she can just listen to music. Because um, she's not, you know, obviously she's 70 years old. She really can't use a computer that well. So basically, I was setting up the Alexa for her so she can get a little, get a little tranquil in her own home. Now, I was at this lady house maybe an hour, and the entire time, her whole house smelled like cat piss. The entire house. Because. Just because I had to set up her um, her Alexa does not mean I didn't have to walk around her house. I had to find a router. I had to find a Wi-Fi password. I had to do all these things. Whole house smell like cat piss, y'all. The entire house smell like cat piss. And once I set up everything for her, she told me that her cat passed away two weeks ago from a heart attack. Her cat died. 
So everything was really making sense to me. You know, she, um, she was getting this device to help her with her stress, about her cat passing, her own health. Only thing this lady really needed was just some peace of mind in her own home. Now, from the inst from the outside looking in, I would say this lady is living a very chaotic life. Her cat just passed away. Her house was like piss. She um her health is in shambles. It's a mess right now. But for her, in her own space, in her own home, she is totally fine. She's totally okay. She's at peace with her situation and she knows for a fact that things are gonna get better. Me looking at her, or if somebody's looking inside of the window, they're probably like, damn, your life is messed up. But that's the thing about peace. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Only thing that matters is that you know and that you're in control and you're free from disturbance. So let me define the word peace for you guys. Peace can either be a noun or a verb. I hope you guys remember that knows what it is. A noun is a person, place, or thing. A verb is an action word. Remember? Running. The action of running. Okay, come on, y'all. Peace as a noun can be defined as freedom from disturbance in the essence of tranquility. It can be described as mental calm in the essence of serenity. A state or in a state or time in which there is no war. The war has ended can also be in order to remain silent. For example, when Jesus said to the winds, peace, be still. And peace can also be a friendly greeting or a friendly farewell. So because I am a nerd and I love entomology, I want to know where that word came from. First thing I did, we there's a lot of talk about peace in the Bible. So what is the biblical definition of peace in the Bible, the Holy Bible? The word peace is derived from the Hebrew word shalom. In the Bible, the word shalom means universal flourishing, wholeness and delight, a rich state of affairs in which natural needs are satisfied and natural gifts fruitly employed, a state of affairs that inspires joyful wonder as his creator and savior opens doors and welcomes the creatures in whom he delights. So first and foremost, before all else, peace starts with wholeness being completely whole there's a central theme in all these definitions and that central theme is being whole now it does mean be quiet it also means like no disturbances serenity tranquility but at the root to get all the way way down surface level may mean this but at the very very root it means to be whole that's what I got from it. Now, if you think otherwise, that's perfectly okay. Uh, you, this is not your podcast. But to begin with, peace first and foremost with being whole within yourself in order for you to have peace in your life and in your heart and in your, in your experience as a person, you need to be whole within yourself. You need to know that everything that you are and everything that you have is enough for you to complete the journey at hand. Being whole with yourself. Perfect example is when I go to a party. When I go to a party, I am the wildest thing in the room. I will probably be the only person on the dance floor dancing by myself while everybody's watching me. And why you say, why? Why would you do that? 
I get weird looks. People stare at me crazy. Why is he dancing? Look at him. Look at what is what is that? Or people are like that boy is lit. That boy is having too much fun. Is he drunk? It's just like because I've spent so much of my life trying to become a character for everybody else to adore, trying to be the person that everybody looks to for wisdom and accolades, you know. I want to be everybody's golden child. But being everybody's golden child every moment of the day turned me into a person who despised who I was. Because I always felt like I was playing a character no matter what. If I was at work, I felt like I was worth Jordan. If I was with my friends, I was friends Jordan. If I was with my parents, parents Jordan. You know, and one day I said to myself, I'm going to be me. And all my shame and all my glory, my triumphs and my failures, I am going to be me and I'm going to be whole now. And when I did that, me getting to a peaceful place was so easy because there was no persona over my shoulder dictating what I should and should not be doing. There was no mutated being created by everybody else idea of me next to me every time I wanted to get some peace in my life. Because if there is somebody, imagine you trying to walk, imagine a monkey on your back. Just having a random monkey on your back that you had no intentions of carrying on with you. You're just like, why is this monkey here? Why are you with me? Why is this thing over my shoulder? Why is this thing with me at all times of the day? I have nothing to do with you. I didn't create you. You being here wasn't my choice. Everybody else wanted you here. Everybody except me. So now you're becoming a person that you never had intentions of becoming. All because you wanted to satisfy the crowd. You wanted everybody to look at you and think, wow, what an amazing person. So let's use an if-then-because statement it for my SLD folks, my folks who aren't um, as mentally inclined as the rest of us. If I allow people to dictate how I feel and what I do, then I will lack peace in my life. Because satisfying everybody else's view of me diminishes who I am. Does that, did that hit? Did that hit? Did it hit though? It probably did. I don't know if it did, but I know it did hit a little bit for me. Because there's no way you can live a peaceful life if you're always being if you're always being poked and prodded at, if you're always being the, if you're always trying to mold yourself into some, what somebody else wants you to be, that's an exhausting existence. That is tiring. I couldn't imagine being that person anymore. The day I learned that people's opinions don't matter to me, only people opinions that matter to me is the people that pay my bills. And guess who pay my bills? Nobody, baby. 
So let me let me just keep on going because I'm acting a fool. Secondly, to be peaceful, you must command your space and situation. So, um, a few days ago, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but just just think about a few days ago. A few days ago, I had an um, anxiety attack at work. And I stormed out. I left. I told my manager, I'm like, I can't do this today. I'm not really feeling this. This is too much for me. And I went home. And I thought to myself, where can I go to find some peace? Where can I go? The Everglades. So I drove my little car to the Everglades. Now, I live in South Florida, so the Everglades really isn't that far. It's literally like a, a five-minute drive from wherever you are. Like Everglades is right there. So I went to the Everglades. I was chilling. I was cooling. I sat down. I started meditating. And I saw an egret in the sky. I saw a great blue heron fly across the sky. And it was just so quiet. I made it so far in the Everglades that I couldn't hear the traffic, the cars anymore. I couldn't hear the people talking. I couldn't hear the bikers on their bikes. I couldn't hear anything. But it was just, just but the wind blowing. And I got a phone call from my friend's mom. And she was telling me. She was giving me some advice. And... I told her about the situation. I told her where I was. And I thought she would be proud of me that I took initiative to get to a place where I felt safe. And she said, why did you go all the way out there? And I was like, because I needed my peace. I needed to find peace. And she was like, but you didn't have to go all the way out to the Everglades to find peace. I'm like, well, I didn't drive far. It was right there. She's like, no, that's not what I mean. You should be able to command your situation and your space. There's no reason for you to have to drive all the way out to the middle of nowhere to feel peace in your life. And I'm sticking myself like, oh, my God. Why did I why did I think this is the only way. For me to be okay. Why did I think this was the only way for me to get some quiet in my mind? Because. After that anxiety attack, I had an option. Literally, all I had to do was breathe, calm down, command my situation, and express my anxiety and my terrors to whomever I needed to. But instead, I chose the regression path, the regressive path, and I chose to act like a child, have an anxiety attack, leave work, and storm out. So whatever you're going through, you need to know that you have full authority over your life. Whatever you need to do, be sure in yourself that no matter what comes against you, you can say, no, I don't accept it. That will not happen to me. Absolutely not. You have that choice to say no. Because peace is the freedom from disturbance in the essence of tranquility. You don't have to leave a situation to get peace in that situation. Command the space. If there's a person in the room smacking loud, chewing gum, popping a gum, twirling their fingers and being, being obnoxious, 
Say, bro, hey, chill out. I don't need that right now. I need peace in my mind, and you're disturbing me. That person doesn't have to leave your space. That person doesn't have to be dismissed from your life. Command your space. And that's, you know, it's not an easy thing to do because it takes a lot of bravery to get to that point. To command a space, to take charge. Company, up ten, turn! It takes a lot of courage to raise your voice in a time of chaos. But is it worth it? Of course it is. Command your space and know that, hey, whatever goes wrong, I'm raising my voice in here. Just know that you are the drill sergeant of your life. You are the company commander of your life. You are the command sergeant major of the army base that is your life. You are the four-star general of your own country. So command your space. Know that this is your life. This is your body. This is your experience. And you will have control over it. And anybody else that has a problem with it? It's our next point. Remove questionable people and things from your life. If there is anybody in your life that is questionable, well, now when I say questionable, right? Let me find a definition for the word questionable. Because I know what it means. But I want y'all to know what I mean when I, when I say what I know what I mean. So, while I was editing the podcast, my recorder turned off and the file was corrupted. So, the last five minutes of the podcast was literally just gone. So, I had to rush, create a new, whole new episode. But, here's the finished product. Appreciate y'all. Love you guys. The word questionable is an adjective. It can be described as a person, place, or thing that is doubtful as regards to truth or quality, not clearly honest or honorable or wise. So, if there's anybody in your life, anything in your life that makes you question the quality, if there's any person, place, or thing that you're doubtful of their quality or their truth, it's time to start rethinking the dynamic between your relationship. I know for me, there's been a lot of times, um, there's a lot of people around me. Let me just say a friend like this. I'm a, I'm a blast to be around, right? And there are some people who would love to just be around me at all times. But when it comes down to, to the meat and bones of it, they really don't care for me. They don't really care about me. They just want a good time and call it a night. You know, they just want. And I know everybody has their own prerogatives in life and they all everybody wants to do something different. We all want to have different means. But at the same time, if there's somebody in your life that makes you question yourself or question reality, it's time to start rethinking your relationship with that person. 
because we are all we should have the right to have a peaceful mind we should have we have the right to be able to sit down and just understand and i'm we we should all have the right to sit down after a long day of work or moving errands whatever you're doing and you should just feel amazing you know there should be no question about what this person is doing or what how this person feels about me because a person in your life will either show you that they are here for you and that they love you or they'll tell you that they care for you and love you and any person that blurs that 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 blurs that line it's time to rethink your relationship with that person and it's such a difficult thing to do because you especially if you're a person like me you just love everybody you don't want to see people leave you don't want to see people go from your life but sometimes you got to get going you know what i mean you just have to go you can't wait on the next person to to make their move in your life baby this is your life baby this is all you got you only got one body any questionable person, place, or thing, get that out of your life. Nothing should make you question life. Nothing should make you question yourself. If something is making you question your life, it better it better be pushing you forward. It better be making you a better person tomorrow morning. It better be reshaping your mindset of how you should live your life. A person that loves you will not make you feel like you're crazy. A person that loves you and cares for you and wants the best for you will not be out here leaving you with unanswered questions. And if there's a person in your life that you love dearly, now I'm not telling you to just cut everybody off and block them. Because listen, one thing about Jordan Brown, I'm block your ass. I will block your ass clean, cut, dry, and call it a week, you feel me? But now that I'm growing and I understand how relationships work and sometimes you're going to go through hardships with somebody that you love. Get out there and have a conversation with that person. Have a weird, uncomfortable conversation with that person. Tell them how you're feeling. Say, hey, I feel like our, our relationship is going in a path that makes me uncomfortable and I'm starting to question what we're doing. Can you help me gain some clarity on this? You don't have to say it like me. Listen. I may sound like this on the podcast, but in real life, I'll be Listen, I'm a crybaby, y'all. So whatever way that word comes out of your mouth, whatever way it comes out, it'll be beautiful, I promise you. Stay peaceful, stay humble. For the rest of the episode, I'm going to get my good friends on here to tell y'all a little bit about their experience with finding and maintaining their peace. So, like always, peace and blessings. Take it away, y'all. We appreciate it, man. So let's try this shit one more time. One more time. Okay, wait. You said you're a type of person that doesn't compromise when it comes to their peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was an amazing quality to have. So tell me a little bit about that. When did you really gain that sense of I ain't move, I'm not budging, bitch? Tell me about that. <laughs> um, so 
I guess it started in um it started in uh, I would say high school. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, it started in high school when I um first started like trying to find myself. I guess um except for it wasn't as strong as it is now. Mm-hmm. But um it started then like I'm very um I'm very like feminine so um, in order for me to be happy and be comfortable, I had to force myself to like do the things that I wanted to do because I knew that I wanted to do them. But it's like, uh, it's like I, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I was falling short. So I started to realize that like over time that like um, that your peace is like the most like powerful. Like if you if you're not like safe, if you can't get to like get to like um, like if you can't get to a place where you can ground yourself mm-hmm. um life is just too hectic like <laughs> like it's just too hectic to not to let like other people just to, to, I, to I guess not have like a control on your peace like mm-hmm. yeah peace is like the most important most powerful thing and if you don't have peace then I don't know if that with life being so crazy I feel like it, there's no way that you can like survive. Like, yeah, you like, get blown away in the wind. You just be gone. Word, yeah. Because of my yeah. experience, um, I was talking about how um, how I compromise my peace for my job. Like I do a lot of oh, things. Yeah. I do a yeah. lot of. I'll do a. I do things for my job that I wouldn't do for people in my life. I do things for. <laughs> I was, yeah, you seem like a good worker, though. But say you. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the bad That's a bad thing. I shouldn't be a good worker. I should just be a good person. You know what I mean? Word. I should never it's, be yeah. willing to do something for my job that I wouldn't do for my own life, you know? Yeah. It's hard, like, in this world, though, because, like, you have to, like, compete for, like, money. So it gets like weird, but honestly though, this year I've decided that that, that like I'm like I'm chasing like my dreams, but at the same time like I am not going out of my way for a job. Like, come like, on, word, like I am not doing that shit anymore. So basically, the job that I work at now is like, and I guess this is like kind of a good uh, just like testimony, I guess to. Um, compromise, not compromising peace. Thank you. Testify um, to me, like, please. My, um, my, um, job, like, okay, so my car had died, basically, and, um, so I was trying to figure out how I'm gonna get another, um, another battery, because I stay in my car, like, I stay sometimes with my friends, but, like, like, my, I just know that I right now I gotta stay in my car because I'm not like I haven't gotten there to be able to live with somebody yet. You know, mm-hmm. I come from a traumatizing island home, so mm-hmm. I'm just not ready to live with people. I, I just gotta get my own shit. So sometimes I stay with friends, but um, they like uh, I couldn't make it in because I was trying to figure out the battery situation. That's when I posted the GoFundMe, and when I went back to work, she was like basically saying like um that like I can't just call out even though I'm having a bad day blah 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 
And like I basically told her, like my life, like I live in my car, like my life, <laughs> and and I'm not, and like I've never asked for pity. I'm just, like I'm just saying, like this is where my mind is. Like mm-hmm. I'm staying in my car, so my my I feel like my life is more important than this job. Like you're only paying me fifteen dollars. Like I was working for the company, and I'm not even. I didn't even get rehired as full time. Like so clearly you don't don't. It, it said in the most respectful way. Like clearly you don't really like value my life mm-hmm. so it's like if i have to sit, if i have to call out of work so i could sit down in my car all day and figure out how i'm gonna get a battery so that my car can start like i'm gonna do that like and she didn't put me on for the rest of the week and i was like that but but that's it is what it is it like, is what it is I refuse, <laughs> yeah i refuse to let like and if you can't understand that that just goes to show but um in her defense she has uh helped me um she was trying to help. I think she was just trying to assert herself. <laughs> she just did, did it at the wrong time, and we don't fuck with that. <laughs> we just don't fuck with that. We just don't fuck with that, bitch. You could have chose a different time to show that you the boss. You could have pulled me to the side another day when I wasn't going to do some shit, but you chose today, so you got all this respect. <laughs> it is what it is. Though. Respectfully. It's crazy, though. How do people like it? I'm a, like people donated to me like behind the GoFundMe. I was like, oh, that's like, oh, those people are people aren't so bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. When I saw that shit, I was like, let me help my homie out. Let me help my homie out. <laughs> All my niggas gonna eat. <laughs> All my niggas gonna eat. Because I know damn well if I was down bad, I know somebody be there for me. So I gotta make sure I be there for everybody. This world is crazy as hell. This world is crazy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, giving advice is dream, man. I realize people are going to do what they want anyway. Exactly. But as long as I've said what I think is right, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But, all right, so shall I, like, record it? You, no, say it right now. <laughs> oh, my fault. <laughs> I mean, I ain't having it in, like, MLA format or anything. Oh, but. my goodness. <laughs> Not at all. Just tell me about that experience. Alright, so I mean, there's certain situations, that, like, it's just, it's just so simple, mm-hmm. like, how to resolve some of these issues, like, everybody, just, some people just feel like they got the priority in certain things, you know, mm-hmm. with that situation, with those situations in that friend group, it was like, one person always wanted to, like, have the say, and whatever she said she would have like the priority we would, we would do that thing me I didn't care I didn't really have ideas to go like do stuff so I was just like going along going along for the ride but my other friend he was the driver mm. so that man was feeling some type of way whenever she would act like it was no nonsense like like whatever she said goes so it was like a power struggle I guess you know what I'm saying and I it was just annoying trying to just keep things glued together. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, it was a weight off my shoulder when I just kind of like left that voice for a little bit, you know? Got you. That's, that's about it, really. <laughs> Nothing deep. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain it because there's only been a short time where I've had that. Uh, which is a good thing because that means you nip that you nipped it clean. Put that put that thing in its place. 
So what advice yeah. would you give somebody in your same shoes? Um, a person that's fighting for their peace constantly, what would you what advice would you give them? That's tough because um I don't I, I don't even know how I found the situation. <laughs> I'm not only thing that I said that I got out of it mm-hmm. kind of like stop talking to them. I feel like that's bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> like it worked out for me because I, I tend to get over things pretty quickly, but mm-hmm. some people is gonna be tough. I'm I'm kind of used to being by myself, so when I when I left, it wasn't like a big difference. It wasn't a big thing for me. That's gonna be difficult for others. That's gonna be difficult for others. Listen, it's tough. I don't I don't know what support systems I have. Why 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 I'm good like that? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's a good thing to be so uh, stoic about it. You know what I'm saying? But you know but, it worked. Yeah, it worked for me. If you're a stoic individual, all you got to do is just say your piece, and if you got to go, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Unfortunately, I'm not good at doing advice. <laughs> That's a cut and dry. Because I mm. feel like a lot of people want a, a, a longer answer. Well, I think you should do this, and if that doesn't work, then then do this. If that doesn't work, then do this. Mm-hmm. Or you could just, you know, say, excuse yourself from the situation. Right. And some sometimes just, you just gotta go. Sometimes you just gotta go. And be about it. Man, you know, they be saying that a lot in church, like. <laughs> granted, it's, it's for other reasons, like. Mm-hmm. If they, they say... If there's someone in your life that's a bad influence, just you gotta be not you gotta not be scared to let them go. But I mean, this isn't because they're a bad influence; it's because they're hurting your 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 mental health. Mm-hmm. Like it's stressful. So sometimes you just gotta go. Some y'all hear that? Sometimes you just gotta go. Quick and easy. I appreciate you, bro. Right, no problem. No problem.